0: Hi, Welcome back to Mike Cyber Radio. I am your host and brought together by the power of rock. It's the Ravage crossover. We're talking the new album from Cybertronic Spree with TFG1 Mike. We did one recording, he and I together, as a epic crossover. So this uh, this show, this episode will be hosted on both of our feeds where you're listening to it now. But you can also find this episode over on his channel at geekcastradio.com, but Stick around through the end of this show to hear a little more about my fandom of the rock stars in disguise from Cyber Toronto, the Cybertronic Spree themselves, as well as the brand new Vince DiCola Transformers the Movie Suite that recently dropped out on YouTube. It's a jam-packed show, so let's just get right into it. Hi, this
1: is Dan Gilbazan, and you're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Rocking and rolling with Savage Ravage. Mike? yes hello yeah uh what are you doing here well i'm i'm here to talk about the power of rock yeah the power that compels us right so yeah there you go the power of rock compels you Yes, that's right. Uh, so, this is a crossover between the Mike Seibert radio podcast and, of course, Geekcast radio. I'm, of course, Steve 2 and Mike. He is Mike Seibert of the MSRP, and we are yeah. here tonight to talk about Ravage from Ravage. the Savage. Spree. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that old line from Blaster. I guess we're rocking and rolling with Savage Ravage. That was I love from. It. I think it was from... I know, obviously, it's generation... I want to say it's, like, one of the first five episodes. I think it's actually probably Mother Meets the Eye when they capture him. That sounds about right. I think. I don't know. 40 years. Who the hell remembers these things? So, Mike and I contributed to the Cybertronic Spree Kickstarter. Oh, God. What was that? Two years ago? A year ago? I don't even remember now.
0: It's been at least a year. In fact... Yeah. We've had this album so long, I I had to revisit it to really kind of get back into it because like I uh I, I don't know how much we want to talk about kind of the the history of Cybertronic Spree and why Well, we're, for those
1: that don't, don't know, we should probably break it down a little bit. Sure. So I knew them basically because they were the Transformers. Rock band. I don't want to say cover band. I mean, they do covers, but they. I don't. I don't. How would you describe them?
0: Well, basically, they. It. It it is kind of difficult to describe. One, they're at their core, they're a rock band, Mm -hmm. and musically, they do rock music in the style of. The Transformers, the movie soundtrack and other 80s nostalgia properties. So, you know, at at their shows and on their videos, they do a lot of covers of uh, old classic uh, TV theme songs aside from the Transformers stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the end of it they they are the robots in disguise you know you yeah. got you you got rumble and a quintesson and rc and soundwave and even the chaos bringer himself unicron along with bumblebee hot rod and shockwave so they're they are a a very large band of uh robots in disguise and what i think they're most known for Uh, Certainly in Transformers fandom, but I think even outside of that, because they have had some crossover uh, breakthroughs as well, like their their cover of uh, Barracuda uh, Mm -hmm. by Heart, as well as uh, Immigrant Song uh, from Led Zeppelin. Uh, Both of those videos went pretty viral. In fact, you know something has gone viral outside of your own fandom when people outside of the fandom, like friends and family and things like that, send them to you. Like I, I had like my uncle send me the immigrant song song. It's like, Oh, you're into transformers. You should like this. And I'm like, yeah, yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I saw it I, in I'm concert very much aware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, my, uh, my history with the, the spree goes a little further back hmm. in that, um, you know, I, I, I was immediately taken with them one with their, their uh, aesthetic and their vibe and the fact that their primary focus of content was covering the songs of the transformers, the movie uh, soundtrack. And so obviously transformers, the movie means a whole lot to me and a large component of why that movie is so special to me is because of the soundtrack. So you have this uh, a delightfully uh, Canadian band of robots from Cyber Toronto doing uh, just killer cover versions of these songs. Of course, I'm going to take notice of it. But this was around, uh, I want to say either 2015 or 2016. I don't uh, remember which off the top of my head. But uh, But yeah, it was like six years ago. And Cybertronic Spree put out their first original song. It was a song called Cybertronic Warrior, and they had a music video to go with it. And at the time, I was a college DJ on radio station KGRG out of Green River College in Auburn, Washington. And so... Um, it's we we played today's rock. It was a brand new song, so it's the rock of today. It's today's rock. i um, uh, I reached out to them via social media and asked them for a interview i had I had played the song on my show a number of times, and I thought it would be fun to interview the cybertronic spree. and I don't know how much of the uh, myth and legend of the spree we're we're going to be able to maintain during this this conversation but the the um not gimmick i i don't want to say gimmick because that that's that's uh diminutive but um the the conceit with the the cybertronic spree as they are the transformers they are the characters that they um appear to be and their manager a a really cool cat named sean uh let me know about that he's like just so you know when you talk to these these robots on the phone they are who they perform as yeah and i i've talked about this on my show before on mike cyber radio but like it is one of the most difficult interviews i ever did because it was um a challenge for me to figure out how to talk to hot rod and RC and rumble as the characters and not necessarily as musicians performing as those characters. Mm -hmm. So I kind of ran into some, stumbling blocks, and then also kind of being part of Transformers fandom, I'm just like, where do they fit into continuity? What continuity do they belong to? Because part of it is that um, that transformers the movie from 1986 is a documentary of their lives basically that that's the other conceit uh yeah. when uh uh when you participate with the spree so it was a little bit of a challenge but it was it was a whole lot of fun i i really enjoyed uh a rumble talking about how it gets crowded living in in sound waves, tape mode, uh, uh cassette recorder <laughs> mode and things like that. And, you know, how, how hot rod just, you know, he, he, uh, had to get rid of the matrix, give it back to Optimus so he could live that hot rock lifestyle. And so it was, it was a really fun conversation. Um, so that's, that's kind of the beginning of my history with, uh, with Cybertronic Spree. But I, you know, I, I watched their career with uh, great interest. And then back in uh, 2019, they were set out to go on their first major tour. Now, as I mentioned before, they they hail from Cyber Toronto. So they they would do shows like in the Chicago area and the Toronto area, but really nothing outside of kind of like the Northeast. So living in the Pacific Northwest in in Seattle – um, not really something that was going to be on the radar, but then they announced that they were going to do a tour, the party till we break tour for 2019. And if, if, if 2019 sounds like um, a great year to see a concert, you would think it would be, but then that led into 2020. And then uh, we're just now getting over three years of two weeks to flatten the curve and COVID really torpedoed, um, uh, the tour and their output. And I think finally the show that was meant to happen in Seattle in late 2019, I think it was supposed to be around Thanksgiving time. I ended up seeing like in like spring of 2021 and it was the first concert I had gone to since kind of like restrictions and lockdowns had lifted Um, to the point where like, I mean, we're, it it, it was still in the point of uh, COVID where we're still wearing masks inside concert venues, um, that kind of thing. And so that was kind of a, it was kind of an interesting experience. Um, But good God, what a terrific show. It was, it was worth the wait. And I I'm glad that um, I had the opportunity to see them live and it was in a small uh venue so i'm basically like right up there uh right up on stage next to them and man they uh they they just put on a hell of a show lots of fun and the thing also to keep in mind with cybertronic spree is that yes the the costuming is is awesome but the music's the musicmanship the the musicality of you know that they're they're playing they 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 are a terrific band and, and a really rocking band that puts on again a, a an incredibly fun show while and again kind of breaking that, that fourth wall a little bit while in these elaborate and heavy costumes. So they're playing as hard as heavy as any other rock band with all of this gear on. So it 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 makes it that much more uh commendable. Uh, uh, what they do. So I've i I've I've been ride or die for uh for the spree uh for for quite a long time. They they did a Kickstarter. Uh oh, gosh, what was it in? Oh, 2019. Pro- yeah, yeah, it was yeah. It, it was uh it was before the uh the tour um tour announcement, and basically they did a fully produced studio cover album of the Transformers the movie soundtrack they called it Transformers 1986 and it's it's a phenomenal album and the thing that's fun about covers is that it provides new context for your favorite songs like I I went through a phase where I think and and I still kind of do in a sense so so dare is my favorite song off of the transformers the movie soundtrack uh the uh the Stambush version and I think I like the Cybertronics Bree version just a little better because when you have the the tandem duo of both Hot Rod and RC on lead vocals they turn it into a uh duet of sorts yeah. where where there's kind of like a call and response going on to it that isn't there in the Stan Bush version. And I love that extra new flavor and texture that's added to a song that I've known and have been in love with for the last 35 years. So it, it it's cool to have something new and fresh and different. But that was their first Kickstarter, and it was... I think successful beyond their wildest imaginations. I, I remember the the goal for it was incredibly low, and I think like on day one they had already doubled whatever their funding goal was. Yeah. Um. So that I think it was at that point when they realized how voracious the fan base was. I I remember being. Um a little upset and a little disappointed because I, I wanted to back at the at the highest level. And what and whatever the highest level was, um, there was only like say like 25 backers, and yeah. that was gone in less than 10 minutes, and I missed out. Um yeah. and it's funny because like I, I have that and what one, one of those highest level backers has Uh, you know you get your name like in the in the liner notes and every time I look at it I see that my name is not in there and I'm like ah darn it (laughs) I really missed out but because I mean I'm such a fan and I love um, supporting this band so much Um, so then they do the new Kickstarter Mm -hmm. for their album of all original songs the, re- the album we're gonna talk about this is a long long preamble for all of that just to get us here but <laughs> but basically it, it's a um i i remember when i talked to them six years ago and said well hey man cybertronic warrior is terrific but would you guys ever consider doing more original stuff and the answer was kind of boilerplate like oh yeah we're always working on stuff you know we would like to do something more original in the future but you know we're kind of kind of concentrating on doing shows and all of this other stuff and we'll get back to it well six years later they drop the the kickstarter for uh a all-new ravage. original album ravage and <laughs> it's it, it's phenomenal it's it's everything yeah. we were waiting for
1: yeah it's one of those things where like you were saying about the cover which I need to I need to find a copy of the co- I I didn't back the original Transformers 86 album so I need to find that but uh but, yeah, it's one of those things where I've heard their covers of the songs before, and I like them enough, but I wasn't, like, super die hard, Like, I wasn't, like, following them around, or I wasn't following every move they made kind of thing. Mm-hmm. However, I took notice in the midst of the pandemic when they're like, or whatever, you know, when they're like, hey, by the way, guess what? All new original. I'm like, oh, okay. And I looked through, besides... Of my budget that I could afford to pledge to I'm like, okay, I looked through all the tiers. and I'm like, okay, I can't do any of the high high tiers. So I'm like, okay, I can do the $75 tier, obviously 15 bucks shipping, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So I ended up paying like 90 bucks or so. Yeah. And my thing was, I wanted the CD and I wanted the USB because I wanted to have the files on my computer for Spotify or whatever kind of thing. I've got the CD. It's right here. I've got the patch. I've got all the stickers. Uh, the the u the USB transforms into a ravage, so it's you know it's kind of a cool little little thing to have on on, on a shelf, so so that's that's awesome and yeah these songs man they they rock. The eighties yeah. are not dead they <laughs> they they live on Cybertron. <laughs>
0: well, and, and I think that's a terrific way to describe it because you know I was kind of struggling to described their music style earlier and it's it's basically 80s flavored power rock yep. you know kind, kind of hair metal arena rock type of thing with you know huge guitars huge synthesizers everything is big and and big bright production value and it it's and and of course wailing vocals so one of the things that i like about this album which is a little bit of a departure from their cover of Transformers 1986 is that they give RC way more to do. She's basically the lead singer at this point. And where, whereas in Transformers 1986, it's mostly hot rod with a lot of RC and backup. And of course, you know, she leads a lot of the more iconic songs, like like instruments of destruction and things like that. But this is more. Uh, Ravage is is certainly more of a playground for her to really cut loose, and and she has just got a a phenomenal rock singer voice. Uh, just just an amazing
1: singing voice. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So there's ten. There's eleven tracks here. Yeah. And the only one I'll I'll, I'll say this to get this out of the way and. It is what it is. The only one I wasn't too thrilled with was the last track, Mechanical Maelstrom, Mm because it's just an instrumental. Now, I love instrumental music. I love all kinds of soundtrack scores and things like that. But it wasn't what I was expecting from them at all. Like, I wasn't just expecting instrumentals from them. The other ten tracks, I love them. They're great. Yeah, and and the thing that I
0: I think you and I talked about this previously, and I know I have mentioned this to all of my friends that are fans of the Spree as well. Um, it's remarkably hard. I mean it it is it is a hard and heavy album. So yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't go so far as to say it, it, it's metal, but in terms no, of man. the the type of the the style of rock that it is it is on the harder spectrum
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, which which I really like because a lot of the songs off of Transformers 1986 like like the you know Kick Spectre General type of stuff um, kind of leads into a a darker harder edge so I liked that they really leaned hard into that aesthetic here where again, you've got some like really dark synth and some really mm-hmm. chunky guitars and it's um yeah, it's, it, it's heavier than I think I was initially expecting from what original music from Cybertronic spree would sound like, because, you know, like, like I had mentioned, like six years ago, they put out Cybertronic warrior and that song has a it's it's lighter on its feet um than than a lot of the songs on Ravage. Now I would say though that um the thing that I like about the songs on Ravage is that even though with, with the exception of I would say well I mean there there's there's there aren't any like explicit references to transformers but there's a lot of subtle references to transformers yeah like you know um obviously in um uh, uh the the fourth song uh nothing left to lose you know they even drop the line it's ravage it's right you know,
1: it's the, yeah. you know you
0: know the the line uh you know obviously the title of the album but also referring to the character uh logical lover the the song right after that which is surprisingly sultry it's, yeah, it's,
1: it's sultry and it's slow how do you go from nothing left to lose to logical lover and i was like shockwave would be unimpressed with this logic yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's time
0: but it's 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 a it's a sexy ballad and yes, but yes. it is it is it is very much about shockwave so mm-hmm. i i i like that the references are there for us as fans but it's not so as on the nose as say transformers 1986 if if that
1: makes yeah. any sense yeah that makes sense and plus you know like like we said, they are an 80s full on rock, synth, whatever you want to call it, band, and they are from that. They are producing music that is specific to that time the new wave, the this, the that, the whatever's. And it literally sounds like I'm like this could be an album that was released in August of 1986, right along with the other Transformers albums that were released for the movie the actual soundtrack, plus the score, and whatever else. Well, the score. Yep technically wasn't released yet but uh right not at that know, time yeah it you know, came but, later yeah but i'm I'm saying like i could see these 11 tracks being something on an album in 1986 because it sounds like i'm like okay i'm going to the 80s this weekend i'm just going to sit here and listen to these you know listen to the cybertronic spree's ravage and it is so so good i think yeah. my i think the one and it is so weird mm. We talk about the Transformers references and track two, Don't Fear the Demon. Singing along with this, and I'm like, "Don't fear the Re- Wait, the reaper is the blue voice. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, there's right. something wrong with. Like, wait, but it's literally if you listen to that. So if you listen to those a little bit, it's like, wait a minute, hold on here, that's not what that really is. <laughs> right, right. But it's yeah, so no fun.
0: It's it's a lot of fun, and what I like about this album is that it is. At once wholly original, but also feels like a perfectly appropriate uh, and and a perfect sequel to the Transformers the movie soundtrack. Like if, if there was like Transformers the movie 2, I feel like this is what the movie, the the songs that would have gone with that fictional movie that I just made up. Yeah, just like you know, from like the vibe and the aesthetic, and it, and it's it somehow finds a way to blend the influences of all of the music and all of the bands that are on that soundtrack. There's there's a lot of Vince DiCola in there. There there's a there's a lot of Stan Bush in there. There there's a lot of uh, Kick Axe slash uh, Spectre General in there, and it's it 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 weaves and blends. In a way to where if you listen to these two albums back to back or even like you were saying, throw in the score album, it all feels consistent. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't it doesn't feel jarring, which, you know, again, makes for a very satisfying listen. I would also like to mention I I think uh, uh, folks saw me posting about this. On social media, so I I I backed at I I don't even remember what level of the Kickstarter because like I'm going through my my sack of stuff and <laughs> I just I I have like I, I got like a pin and a and a pack of trading cards and a, a, a sticker sheet. These stickers are awesome, by the yeah, way. Yeah, they are.
1: They very much are.
0: What's so funny though is I backed both. Kickstarters and I have both sticker sheets. I haven't done anything with them. They're they're just pristine on the sheet still. Um, but it but it's got the Ravage patch. Uh, the CD that's uh that's autographed. Where I'm going with that is I the the thing that I'm most excited about. I got in um my level of Kickstarter backing was, the uh I got Ravage on cassette, and I have a tape deck in my car it's a 2005 <laughs> toyota camry i i have i have no bluetooth capability at all i i listen to, on my phone like for like podcasts and and streaming mm-hmm. or whatever i listen to that through a cassette adapter that i plug into my phone that's how low tech i am but anyway <laughs> i have i have a six disc cd changer and a cassette so anytime like i i have a i have a i have a relatively decent collection of cassettes so anytime like an independent band does like a run of tapes i'll uh i'll pick them up but like i was listening to this on the way to work today and there is something about the 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 fuzz that goes with cassette that you don't get on cd cd has like razor sharp clarity um you know digital streaming has it has its own thing but there's something special about listening to it on cassette yeah. That um, like I even posted I was like I feel like I'm listening to these songs the way that they were meant to be heard on cassette so um, I just I just kind of wanted to shout that out as well it's a uh, um, it, it's it, but it's a man it's a fun listen
1: yeah it it absolutely is a fun listen now the interesting thing to me is that the I don't like I'm trying to look through all the tiers because I have mine pulled up so I know what I got but because I got the CD and the USB but the cassette according to the page is an addition it was an optional add-on to whatever oh, you okay. originally got and I love how they say in all caps Cassette does not transform. <laughs> well, and, and it's, and it's
0: funny you mentioned that because like I, and, and it's probably one of those things that they did have to say, because, um, you know, because you have your, uh, um, sticker sheet where it has the Ravage cassette, Yep. the, um, the actual cassette of Ravage has a tampoed version of, of that sticker image oh, sticker where it, yeah. yeah yeah so i mean it, it's not a sticker it's it's um it's part of the plastic it must be some kind of tampograph or something yep. but it's 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 ravage folded up into cassette mode and it fits perfectly in this cassette it's it it's it's gorgeous i mean it, it is a lovely cassette but anyway to the untrained eye if you know ravage the transformer you could probably, you know, if you're a dummy, you could probably assume that perhaps it does transform. I don't know, but yeah, you gotta, um, yeah, you gotta have that uh, that public service announcement there. Yeah, um, I, I do kind of wonder. I'm trying to I'm trying to find Kickstarter and and see if I can log into it to kind of see where, um, log in to see what I backed at because I I think it was the highest tier that i could without like the the crazy ones because like they had some and again they they learned for this this second um this second kickstarter based on the success of the other one where basically like they had more tiers more options and some more super premium um, items but um let me see view pledge okay here we go i i i backed at the shockwave tier uh, uh okay. with the, cool. with the the laser beak special yep. which included um, let me see. You'll also receive a limited run of screen printed poster. Oh, that's right. They haven't even put out the poster yet. Um, we will thank you in the liner notes. Plus we'll give you a signed photo. Um, so I got a signed eight uh, by 10. You will also receive limited run screen printed poster, which is still coming later this year. The ravage USB key with bonus content an iron on patch, signed copy of the album on CD sticker sure. sheet, digital file of the album and our spark felt. Uh, thanks. thanks, and then like you said, I was uh, um, I added on the the, uh, cassette. the cassette and the enamel pin, so I was uh, out the door. I was uh, hundred seventy five bucks Canadian, yeah, uh, which which is probably like thirty bucks U.S. But whatever. But and and it's funny when you have like currency exchange rates. It's like, oh no, I could just well, go nuts because it's funny money. But like. Yeah, when 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 that hit, uh my wife was like, What is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you say it wasn't Canadian? 175. 175? Ooh, well that according to this is like 133, I think, because well no, it would be more, wouldn't it? I don't know. I, I know I paid seventy-five bucks Canadian plus fifteen bucks, but yeah. it ended up being ninety dollars. Whatever it does, uh, exchange rates they suck. Um, yep. But uh, but yeah, no, it was just fun to be able to say, hey, I was a part of this. I you know backed this, and I don't back a lot of Kickstarter projects. I just like I can yeah profile, and I think it's like I've backed exactly six, two failed, and the rest were successful, kind of thing. Uh, uh, one one of them I'm still waiting on. May the man rest in peace. But I'm still waiting on Legend of the White Dragon. I know they're working on it, so there's that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I really dug this, and I love all the like you were saying, the sticker sheet. I've got the cassette and the ravage logo sticker i I put stickers on my tower because i'm stupid but it is what it is i've got it on the side of my pc so every time i sit down at my desk i can look right at the sticker there and all the other stickers i have on it and yeah this sticker sheet is awesome they've got multiple colors of their own cybertronic spree logo and they've got multiple covers colors of the ravage Kitty logo there's a red one a purple one and a bunch of black ones and there's a white one with black inserts and yeah it's it's very very mm-hmm. fun very very awesome and like we were saying earlier the music it just it it's an album you can always listen to oh yeah oh yeah you, i mean it, it it rocks yeah if you like what what they're doing you know if, if you like that type of music then absolutely it is something most definitely that you can that you can uh, you know always listen to, which is awesome absolutely
0: well and and i I don't remember if you mentioned this up top, but the the reason why we're doing this podcast now is no, I didn't uh, ever you know, know. <laughs> yeah, we've well we've we've been living with this music for so long it it didn't even occur to me that uh that we were the only ones that had it like this hasn't been available to the public you know and and it's been available to us for for the last several months but uh coming up on well i august. guess it would be today or Friday. Yeah. yeah yeah the fourth uh, yeah. august 4th uh ravage is being unleashed uh being ejected as it were ravage eject mm-hmm. um operation uh uh, rocking or or something like that. I didn't really think that one all the way through um, <laughs> rock music domination. Uh, but anyway, like, so, so it's being released to the public. So now folks are going to be able to experience for themselves what, what we've been uh, jamming on for, uh, for quite some time. So I'm really excited for this to, Uh, get into more people's ears and for them to experience it because, I mean, again, they're, they're, they're a terrific band and the, and the music is just awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It really, really is. The music is awesome. The band is awesome. I would love to be able to interview them and I think I could pull off interviewing them in character. So, you know, that's, that's more than fine. Uh, But yeah, folks, check out Ravage from the Cybertronic Spree all new album 11 original songs available august 4th 2023 and you know take a take a trip in the DeLorean and put your cassettes in there because holy crap we're going back yeah, to the ho- 80s folks
0: hopefully that DeLorean has a uh, has a tape deck and um <laughs> you know be, before we uh before we get out of here I do, I don't remember if I asked but uh we we called out a number of songs but which one is your favorite
1: Oh, favorite! I oh, man, now you're gonna put me on the spot and make me pick. I will say that don't fear the demon and probably logical lover are the two. Sure. I like I like nothing left to lose as well. So that would be my top three out mm-hmm. of the eleven. you
0: gotcha um you know i mine is a is a far and away favorite and everything else kind of lines up from there i love wheels of fire that that is is that that is my favorite one because it it combines all of those elements i was i was talking about earlier it has a you know it's like got a really heavy synth tone and and the vocal is there and i i'm a sucker for just like an 80s style catchy chorus you know yep. where i just like singing along just like we're the fire you know that that kind of thing so it's got that type of uh texture that i like But also, as I mentioned, that uh, I listened on uh, cassette. That's the last song of side one, so oh, it, nice. it, it it feels like it's closing out that first half of the album, and really kind of sets the stage for the 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 second half as it goes into "Run for Your Life" on ah uh, on the beginning of side two. But like, it's it's experiencing that way that makes it makes me appreciate it. Uh, that much more. I I also like Turbo Heart. Uh, the oh the the intro track. Mm-hmm. And um and yeah I I'm with you. Uh uh Don't fear the demons really good. Uh nothing left to lose is a lot of fun and and I have a lot of affection for um a logical lover as, as well because it, it is it's so unusual from some of the stuff that that they've done. So I yeah. I like I like that this album is obviously a lot of the same but still very uh fresh and original and and new, which is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of fun and yeah, like they said in the in the in the promotional stuff, it's 11 new completely new tracks. Yes, they put their influence. I mean, their influences are Transformers the movie. I mean, they are Transformers characters. They are the robots. So, of course, those inspirations are going to be there. But this isn't them trying to remix or redub or re-whatever or cover. Like, look, they can do covers all day long, and it's great. They can cover Dare all they want. That's awesome. But that's what attracted me to this was because I have heard them do Dare. I've heard them do Instruments of of Destruction. I've heard them do all this stuff. And I was like, ooh, original songs. I wonder what that's going to sound like. I know it's going to sound like them. And, yes, I do remember Cybertronic War Air, and I did really love that song as well at the time. But, like, literally, my my Transformers fan antenna just started – screaming beeping at me as i'm like putting in my information to get this the, this pledge in for the for the kickstarter because literally i was i think it had just over 2100 backers i was number 2008 uh, 2083 <laughs> oh nice <laughs> <laughs> so your tail i guess i was like going back and forth back and forth i'm oh like screw it we'll just do it uh, <laughs> where
0: yeah. where is that info by the way because i i'm kind of curious what what which uh number i am <laughs>
1: should be okay let's see where would that be let's see i mean I, um, i'm sure when, we can okay this so when out, you're j- when, when you're on their page or it says marked as received on whatever 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 right under there and it said you should say view pledge it should pull up your pledge, and if you scroll down to the bottom, like it'll pull up your credit card information, the pledge, and then right under the date, uh, estimated delivery October 2022, backer yep. number 2083.
0: Got it, got it. So so putting it in in context with what you were talking about, you kind of hemmed and hawed, and mm-hmm. like I, on the other hand – jumped on like immediately in fact i was waiting for the kickstarter to go live because i didn't want to get left out in the cold again and (laughs) I, i i and i'm flipping through the i haven't shared a photo of this but i'm 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 flipping through the liner notes for the cd and about halfway down uh, actually literally and halfway down, I, I see I'm in the liner notes, Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. So a little bit of vanity uh, for myself there. But like so even then, as voraciously as I wanted to support it, I'm still backer number two thirty-eight. So so two <laughs> so hundred and thirty-eight people got in there ahead of me and and I was there like as soon as it got live so that that tells you about nice. the, the support and my uh, my CD is hand numbered number three twenty three of eleven
1: twenty nine. Oh, man, I don't even know. I'm sitting here in the dark. I couldn't even tell you what, <laughs> what, what, what my number is. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, oh, it's fine. I,
0: ju- I, I just happen I to love- have it all in
1: front of me yeah no absolutely. I love that the the autographs though are on the inside covers. They are not on the outside cover where they may where it may get smudged or something but the all the the band autographs are all next to their 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 characters on the inside of the cover, not just on the outside of yeah. the album, which is so cool.
0: I had a little bit of gold pen transfer on the back of my sticker sheet, but hmm. it's not bad. I mean, all, all the autographs yeah. are intact. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's really cool stuff. Um, so I, I guess as we, uh, as we get ready to kind of move on as we're, we're just kind of like really actively pumping this band. I want to steer t- folks towards the YouTube channel for yep. Cybertronics free. Um, they've, because, you know, listening to the music is one thing. But you you also need the the visual for it. I can't wait till they start doing music videos for the songs off of Ravage. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, they've they've got uh, their cover of Ballroom Blitz and and obviously uh, Barracuda and Immigrant Song um, and the, uh, you know, the touch. And uh, a couple of my favorites and these it, it's so funny, the things that bring down the house in a live show. So I saw them <laughs> live when they came to Seattle, uh, they play uh trouble again, the theme from the droids cartoon, the star Wars droids cartoon. <laughs> yep. um, and, uh, and um, a surprising banger uh, run with us, which is the theme to uh, the raccoons, which is a, a delightful uh, Canadian, uh, uh Saturday cartoon. morning cartoon yeah. and so yeah so I mean I I just I I ha, when I watch those videos I I I think of the memories of seeing them play those songs live and they're just absolute bangers and it's so funny to have a room full of people just like cheering for these children's cartoons theme songs it's so funny <laughs> That's um, awesome. but yeah, yeah. so and uh, so, one last story. One last story. It's just because I was thinking, I was thinking about the YouTubes here, and uh, one of one of the coolest experiences that I had with uh, tangentially with the Cybertronic Spree. I didn't actually participate in this my, myself personally, but I was uh, part of the organization team for Icon Online, which was a virtual convention that we basically created during the pandemic, and one of the ideas that folks had had was like, well, we should do something with Cybertronic Spree. And I was like, you know, I kind of felt like a uh, Mad Max in the road warrior for a second. It's like, Oh, you, you, you want to, you, you want to know where that oil tanker is come to me, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I'm like, you know, I had their manager's contact info and i was still in touch with members of the band so i was able to facilitate that that meeting but what felt very rewarding to me is that i got to set up something that i wasn't a part of that was so exciting for everybody else like everybody was just hopping up and down like like they played a couple game shows they they did like a like a, a wheel of icon which was like a wheel of fortune style show and there was also like like cybertronic name game um and and there there were a lot of memeable moments like if uh if you've ever heard the phrase mental scorpionock uh that's oh, yeah. uh that that's that that's where that came from um and it kind of became like a meme with the band so it was it was satisfying for me to make those connections for my fellow convention organizers and the band and for them to have so much fun. In fact, I, I, when I went to that concert in Seattle, I was wearing my icon online shirt and it's so funny, you know, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be 45 years old in September. And I felt like a, squealing fangirl like i was watching the beatles when like you know hot rod from upstage points at my shirt and does a thumbs up yeah it was just like i mean it's like they even even through all of the elaborate uh aspects of their costume they were still able to like see and acknowledge me and i thought that that was um uh i mean just just an incredible experience they they
1: are really cool bots just just really cool folks yeah absolutely i mean their costumes i mean rc and hot rod specifically of course they can i mean it's just color that they just have like visors over their eyes as far as like the hot rod and the rc so but the rest yeah. of them like i don't know how shockwave sees anything i don't know how <laughs> you know because uh yeah yeah good old one eye but yes absolutely. this friday august 4th 2023 Ravage will be unleashed to the world from the Cybertronic Spree. Also, August 26th, 2023, at the TD Music Hall in Toronto, Ontario, the Ravage release party will happen. September 9th of this year, RetroCon in Oaks, PA. That is sold out currently. Well, probably forever at this point. Uh, yeah. September 19th, 2023, Capitol Ballroom in Victoria. September 21st, 2023, uh, the Biltmore Club cabaret in vancouver british columbia so very very cool cybertronic spree check them out i will have all the links in the show notes for uh us over at i'll also have all those ready for mike on mike cybert radio so yeah folks cybertronic spree ravage go check it out it is awesome Woo! rock
0: and make good choices
1: and stuff i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah make good choices Don't do anything Megatron would do. Please, don't do anything Megatron would do. (laughs) Like, grab a young Autobot and try to frame him. This is getting expensive.
0: And thanks again to TFG1 Mike for putting together the edit on that episode. But, you know, something I totally forgot to mention during our recording was that I didn't even mention the amount of Cybertronic Spree vinyl I've got. Um, Back in 2020, Enjoy the Ride Records partnered with the band uh, Cybertronic Spree to sell some limited edition Vinyl records of their album, Transformers 1986, including a tour exclusive version that they were supposed to take out on tour with them. But that got canceled due to covid, which we uh, talked about. Um, They offered a super limited test bundle box set that uh, that I was actually able to score one. Um, So now I have one, two, three, four four different copies of Transformers 1986 on vinyl in a variety of colors including a hand numbered test pressing of the album mine is number 7 of 24 and it sounds great so it's uh they they only did 24 of these bundles and these test pressings, so so I'm uh uh I'm pretty happy uh, I I was able to score one, and um I I didn't even realize until I started kind of counting everything up that um I I I'm apparently a Cybertronic spree super fan because I do seem to have a whole lot of their stuff. We talked about how I backed the ravage kickstarter at a very high level i also backed transformers 1986 at a very high level uh so i've got i've got i've got posters i've got stickers i've got cassettes i got vinyl um i uh i, I got all kinds of stuff now um earlier in the episode we talked about the last tour from cybertronic spree and how much uh how much of a great time i had at that show but in the time since we recorded that show and, and before we published, the band has announced that they are going to head back out on tour this fall. So I've got this from the Cybertronic Spree Twitter account. This is not a drill. We are touring across the USA in support of Mac Sabbath this fall, and our excitement is supersized. You do not want to miss the show. Tickets are on sale this Friday, same day as our album release. So that that wait, that means today, folks, get on that. Uh, They are calling it the more than meets the eye U.S. Tour 2023 featuring Max Sabbath, Cybertruck Spree and Playboy Man Baby. And if my inflection wasn't quite right on point, it's a. a uh, meat, as in m e a t, more than meets the eye, because it's 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 Max Sabbath, and as much as Cybertruck Spree is to Transformers, Max Sabbath is to Ronald McDonald and the and the McDonalds gang. Uh Now the the full schedule has been released, with the first show on September twenty seventh in Felton, California, and the last show being on November 19th in Los Angeles. Uh, The show rolls into the Pacific Northwest this October with a show in Portland on October 1st and a show in Tacoma uh, about uh, 40 miles south of Seattle. Uh, That's going to be on October 2nd. That is the show I am going to be going to. That's going to be at the Historic Spanish Ballroom at the Elks Temple which is just wild because I will also be seeing Bad Religion at the Temple Theater in Tacoma two days later on October fourth. That is going to be a rough week for me. Both shows were announced on the same day and went on sale at the same time. Um, I've already got my ticket to Bad Religion. Um, I uh, I am hoping as of this. Uh, recording because the um, it's it's not quite Friday yet when I'm when I'm recording but I'm really hoping to be able to score a ticket to uh, Cybertronic Spree but yeah two concerts in in five days that uh, that that's gonna be rough sledding now one other bit of news I want to cover before I get out of here it's you know it's tangentially related it's all Transformers music but. Earlier this week, uh, Transformers fandom discovered the Transformers the Movie Suite by Vince DiCola on the Fumusite YouTube channel. And I got to tell you, this performance rules. Um, I I think I would imagine that 6-0 would be the most responsible for the spread of, uh, of this video. But I know other folks have... Uh, shared it too but I think his tweet went the most viral um, because by the time it came to me uh turns out this performance has been up on the YouTube channel for two weeks and we just found it it had been there two weeks before I'd even seen it in fact I think um Apollo sent me sixos tweet if I remember correctly and that's how I found it and that's and then I mean first of all I I it was excited to to check it out. But then there was also a part of me where I was like, wait a minute, this has been out for two weeks. Why are we just now finding out about this? Uh, but anyway, the uh, uh, the description on the YouTube channel is the Ten of Rife Symphony Orchestra under the baton of the composer and director of Fumicite, Diego Navarro interprets a suite from Transformers the Movie 1986 in rigorous world premiere with pieces composed by Vince DiCola as part of the Cyberpunk Remastered concert held on September 23rd, 2022 in Italy. So that, that performance actually happened Uh, last year and this is a follow-up to a similar performance uh, by Vince DiCola of his Rocky IV score from last year. Uh, You might remember we talked about that when Vince and Kenny Meredith were guests on my show last year. We we, we talked about the release of the Rocky IV uh, symphonic rock suite and so I'm hoping that this uh, version of Transformers the movie kind of gets the um, gets kind of the same treatment. Anyhow, it it's it's terrific. I can't sing the praises enough, and you should check it out. It only runs about eleven minutes, uh, but in that time, it features a medley of various bits from the Transformers the movie score, including the Unicron theme, the Autobot Decepticon battle, the death of Optimus Prime as well as the most spirited version of the Vinsticola version of the Transformers theme you will ever hear. I've tweeted that I think about that dude every day, to which Lita said, I trust him with my life and would follow him into battle. Um, But the highlight for me is that the whole back half of the performance is just dare, which is my favorite song from the soundtrack uh, intercut with escape, which is my favorite instrumental piece from the score. It's um, it's the piece of music from the soundtrack from the score that sounds the most transformers to me if that if that makes any sense um there there's there's plenty of use of the whole da na 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 you know that 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 kind of old medley from the show which i've always appreciated that 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 connective tissue uh but anyway i i i feel like this performance was made specifically for me because it transitions into dare. And incidentally, all of the transitions um, are super smooth in this, in this suite, which is, uh, can be kind of tricky when, um, when you're doing a medley of disparate types of pieces. Uh, But then they do escape. And then they just kind of go back into uh dare in in a way that just gave me all of the goosebumps a uh, really smooth transitions it's kind of like like a dare escape turducken. uh but i um i i got i got an a, an electric charge from listening to this more than a few times uh during the performance um hearing this music performed by a full uh symphony orchestra, you know, with, a, with like a full choir of backup singers. It's, it, it's just epic and no disrespect to Stan Bush or Cybertronic Spree or even Vince DiCola himself. But I think this is my new favorite version of dare and it 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 underscores you know i was listening to this on my way to work today it um it kind of underscores that that dare sequence is is my favorite part of the movie and um i think i've talked about this in other places before but i think after 37 years i've um narrowed down what my favorite bit in the movie is and this uh, performance of this uh, uh, suite from Famusite kind of captures that moment in a way that I wasn't expecting and it just um, um, gave me all the feels as, uh, as they might say um, but anyway check it out um, if you like the music of Transformers the movie this is required watching and even the video presentation is is, is really really cool as well um, so, but that will wrap things up for this episode. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, check out the GeekCast Radio Network on geekcastradio.com and listen everywhere you listen to Mike Cybert Radio and to Mike's Too Furious. Like, share, rate, and review the show. Let us know what you like and what you'd like to hear more of in the future. For my crossover partner, TFG1 Mike, my name is Mike. This has been Mike Sybert Radio. And until next time, till all or one, make good choices.